When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What time is it? Time for the weekly dip. I want fries on my pizza. The rabbit and tortilla Right. It is the second hour of Weekly Dish. <laughs> I'm Stephanie right. Hansen. <laughs> Steph March. <clears throat> we are here and we're going to just, I suppose, get right into it. Let's get into the top two, shall we? Let's do it. Let's. Give me your one, two. And now the Weekly Dish presents Top Two, Top Two. The Top Two. Pick your best two. In our two. All right, give me two, winning. All right. Let us start. March, do you want to start? You sure. want me to start? I will tell you um, that I went to the Barbie Cafe at the Mall of America. Oh, I bet you did. And it was cute. I'm just going to say it was cute. It's a little bit of, uh, it's a little bit of, um, you know, it feels very Mattel, you know, less the, more of the actual Barbie than the movie. You yes. know what I'm saying? Yep. But nonetheless, I, I think it's kind of a cute idea. It's a pop-up. It's going to be, uh, it's right off of Nickelodeon Universe. It's going to be there for, I think, through January. You have to get into a lottery system to get tickets to it. So it's a ticketed event, but it's just like a cafe. I love it. But they have a bar, you know, they have cocktails, everything else. It's just very cute. And there's like, there is roller skating and <clears throat> you can... The roller skating is like on an area about as big as our studio, though. It's really small and tight. But you, Shoot. you rent the roller skates. You can it's like it goes to charity. So it's nice. I basically, I want to say, like, leave the roller skating to the kids unless it's past eight o'clock on a Friday. And uh, but I would you ever go roller skating with me? I don't know. You were like a roller skater. I, know. I have. Skates, I was like so a roller blader. <laughs> and I used to have roller skates. I you could, could I do would. it. I don't mind it. I, could I shoot think the it's death. a fun outing. <laughs> Okay, that was my first one. Okay, the Barbie, the Barbie Cafe. Cafe. Uh, this is something specific that I had at Up Coffee Roasters. Okay. And Up Coffee Roasters is a coffee shop in Northeast Minneapolis. It's adorable. And it's quite large. And they have a really nice outdoor area that has like a fire pit too. Sure. It's just, it's like one of these locally owned, like, wow, this coffee shop has really got a lot going on and it's fun. 
they have these deep dish four inch quiches. Oh, with sausage, cheese, and onion. Oh, hello. I wasn't even gonna eat anything, no. and I ordered this and promptly ate the whole thing and licked up the crumbs. It was so good. Oh my god, yes. Um. <clears throat> So up coffee roasters in Minneapolis for the deep dish quiche. The coffee's good too, but oh okay. that quiche was amazing. Okay, awesome, cool. awesome. Um, all right. So my second one is gonna shock you. It's gonna be shocking. <laughs> I went to Taco Bell and tried the new chicken nuggets. And you loved them. I love them. Everyone loves them. <laughs> I can't wait to eat them. Because they're not just chicken nuggets. Like they're, they're like chicken tenders. They're like chicken tenders, but yeah. in like little teeny bite form. I have to say they, I mean, you know, the only things I ever would ever get at McDonald's, usually are the fries. I get at McDonald's if I'm ever going to go. But, at McDonald's? Yeah, I love but McDonald's But every once in a while, like, the teens would come home with like a 20-piece McNugget, and I would have a couple bites. And they always tasted like they fell out of a vending machine. You know, everything right. about it was not. Even the chicken is so no. gross, and it was so clearly like m- machine formed, and then all of the weird things. I just always felt very strange about it, even though I I love me some crispy chicken. So the Taco Bell chicken nuggets are gonna whoop their butts. I'm like, they are these little hunks, and they're they were they felt like they were like Yum. from a bar. It felt like you were getting like the chicken, serums. yeah, like a thing yeah. from the bar, like a whip, it. boneless wings. So I just have to tell you, they're test marketing those. In the Twin Cities only. So you can't find them in any other city in the country right now. We are the only ones test marketing it. Okay. So I assume, because we do love our chicken nuggets. It is surprising that you liked them. Just because, you know. I know. It's easy to not like a Taco Bell. Well, and I was a little bit like, yeah, I was ready to not like them. And then I was, and I don't like the sauces that came with them. Yeah. Like a honey mustard. Like, are we back in 1987? (laughs) What? No. And then, like some sort of a chipotle taco sauce, fine. Just give me a hot sauce. Yeah, just a regular. Give me a hot. You just said sauce. sauce. You just said sauce. I just want some hot sauce. All right. Okay. My second one is. I actually have two. Okay. Soup at Keys Cafe. (laughs) Oh, okay. I thought it was gonna be soup in general. No, I went there with Bradley this week. And just like I had the wild rice, I think he had the broccoli cheese. It comes with homemade bread. Yeah. A giant schlop of butter. Yeah. Just good, delicious, home-cooked soup, soup at Keys Cafe. Okay. So good. They're we both really... were just looking at each other like, oh. soup. <laughs> soup season. Soup season. Okay, here's the second, or the third, I guess it would yeah. be. And then I have one more, too. Okay. Um, The potato skins, because 1986 is calling, is and they would like you, you to have those Are potato you skins. Are TGI Fridays? Nope, Thank but God. very similar, because those were the best. Serums. Has a really good potato skin with a boat, with lots of cheddar cheese, with Serums bacon. Is up in Anoka. It is in Anoka. It is the Halloween capital. They We always talk about that they have good wings, and they do have great wings. But they also have some good... Potato skins. Yeah, huh? potato skins. And which, you feel like those are ho- house-made and not purchased and put out of a bag? or Yeah, no, I feel like they do a good job with them. They're okay. They're not uniform. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They look like someone's back there getting some skin on. Okay. I like it. All right. I love that. Hey, my last one, I want to make sure that you guys know that there is a very cool event tomorrow at uh, the St. Paul College, and it is the Jack Rebel Memorial Chili Bowl Invitational. And um, 
And I'm going to be there being like the person on the microphone. Not that that's going to be a giant lift. It's a draw. It's a, just a You're little a bit draw. of a thing. But just to know, Tom Thomas Bamer from uh, Revival is going to be defending his his title. And then there's a bunch of chefs who are going to have chili that you get to go and sample. Uh, Stephen Brown is going to be there. Jametta Raspberry, our Stephen girl. Stephen Brown! Stephen Brown! <laughs> Uh, That's for you, Smire. I know. With Jamie Olson from Central Kitchen. She's going to have uh, a, a, some kind of a chili. Tommy and Nick from Mr. Paul's Supper Club. We've got Butcher and the Boar. We've got the kids from Dahlia. Um, Meritage. They're all going to have big pots of chili that you get to check and, and then vote for. Um, so I think it's fun because it's also the funds. The tickets go f- towards the culinary scholarship that has been established in Jack's memory. So obviously a good time, great chili, good people. It's a good thing. Uh, have you heard Pop that by. Jack might be haunting the Lexington? I don't know why he wouldn't be. I know it's kind of funny. There's been a few stories. Oh really? Of, uh, Andrew, the bartender Andrew there in Picker. particular, yeah. has talked about what did that he say? Jack might be there. There might be some things. Mm-hmm. I don't doubt it. I don't see why not. Uh, that will be a great, great yeah, event. So that's it. So there's tickets available. I'm going to put the link up on the uh, Facebook page. It's also linked in the feed if you want to know that. So if you want to find it there too, you Your can. feed is starting to be paywalled. It's not paywalled. It's not like at all. Don't even three, say that. You get three free articles and then. Well, all the food content is, I mean, all you're paying is your email address. I it's know, not but that I subscribe. Hard. Yeah. So then you should be like, all you have to do is put I'm in your email I'm probably not address. logged in properly because I well, have so many different emails. Every, I mean, every site that I'm also paying for, like subscribing to, like New York Mag, I have to log in I every know, once in a while so too. It's annoying. It's the cookies thing. It's hard to get it to work. Yeah. Correctly. And like so, racket. I'm a, I uh, apologize, but I would like to say, please continue to support us so we can give you free content. Put your email in. Yes, yes. That's all it is. So stop okay. Fine. Fine. <laughs> Otherwise, I won't download your app. Like I might say the same. You know what I mean? Like, Do I have an app? No, you and your Fox 9 app. Like you oh, have to yeah. go and do that to get your You're content. Right. So let's You're just make sure right. we support each other's things. Okay. Okay. Uh, when we come back, we're going to do yes. a little Halloween segment here. I've got some scary things. I've got a little drips and drabs. There's something that Jacques Papin does every day that I find very surprising. Interesting. And I okay. want to share it with you I'm and in. see what your thoughts are when we come back on the Weekly Dish. Imagine me, Dracula, barely able to lift myself out of my coffin. I was tired, out of shape. Chasing humans and sucking their blood was draining me. But then I joined the YMCA. It was like night and darker night. My energy and well-being have improved. I can't see myself in the mirror, but people tell me I look less stressed. And it was definitely the Vi that helped me. I'd stake my life on it. Wait, forget I said that. Join the Vi at YMCANorth.org. We have some special guests in studio today. Our friend Zoe Francois is here with Sarah Kiefer. Between the two of you, you probably have sold more cookbooks in the state of Minnesota than anyone else. But they're also just baking royalty. Beyond the cookbook part is like the amount of like flour you guys have purchased. Maybe that's a whole economy booster. So much flour. What Taylor Swift does for the music industry, you do, you for, guys the do for the flour industry, industry, which is like the foundation of Minneapolis. Yes, Let's the be Milling very clear. City. I love it. <laughs> I know. So you true. guys are going to be having a cool event that I signed up for right away. I'm so excited. I still have to buy my ticket. Um, <laughs> Sunday, November 5th, 1 to 3, you're going to be at the Lynn Hall. 
And Sarah, let's just start with you. You have the Vanilla Bean blog. That's how people maybe first recognize you. You've written a book about cookies. You've written a book about holiday. You have a book now that is, it's, um, what are they called? It's not snackable. It's seasonal. Morning treats. Morning treats. Yes. That's Morning it. Treats. And there's some savory things in there, there too. Is, yes. For the first time ever, I have a savory treat. Yeah, I liked that. That was really fun. And so you guys are going to be pairing up. And yes. what are you going to be making? I'm going to be making cookies. Um, I have, it's a, I'm calling it a double chocolate chip cookie. It's, if you guys could see it, it's like half an in. inch high. They are half chocolate chip, half double chocolate. Oh, hey. And I have this new cookie recipe on my website. It's chocolate chip 2.0 cookies. What? The pan banging cookie has a double, has has a 2.0? It has a little sister. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Sarah is the person that revolutionized, and the New York Times covered it, too, the idea of banging your pans to get your cookies to kind of flatten out a little bit and have that denser consistency. Yes. Which I just did recently when I made a pumpkin cookie because it was kind of cakey. And I was like, oh, I got to push this down. And I was like, bang, bang. The dog was scared to death. (laughs) But I thought of you and I was doing it. Yeah. So these are like that cookie plus a chocolate cookie and I mix them together and I kind of streamlined it so it's easier to make in one bowl. So we're going to love we're going to go through that. Oh and my God, Zoe! You are working on a cookie book. When does it come out? Uh, this time next year. Okay, so yeah. we have another year before that comes. Yep. I just follow her on Instagram, Zoe Bakes, and you can see all the fabulous things that and she's making. And you can making. watch her on the Magnolia yes. channel and yeah. do all the cool. Are things. you in season? So season three just wrapped. Season season three just wrapped, um, and then there's a couple of things coming out around the holidays. Okay, yes. fun. Yeah. So maybe some specialty yep. things. Some specialty things. Yep. And are you, do you know yet if you have a season four? I, TV I is such a weird beast. It is weird. And usually they tell me probably a day or two before we start. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that is how it's <laughs> they just show up it's at your crazy. House. By the way, are you ready? Here we go. <laughs> knock, 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 knock. Do you have any recipes Smile. we can shoot? Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so funny. What I really have enjoyed about your show as the seasons have gone on, it's been fun to get to know your boys. Oh, isn't that nice? Yeah. yeah. It's become yeah, when some they, family aspects. It has. Everybody, uh, I think everybody in my family has been on except for my husband. Yeah, Graham is saying no. Yeah, yeah Graham. I didn't expect to ever see Graham on yeah. the TV. Yeah, he's very shy. He usually runs up to the third floor, locks the door. He and the dogs hang out and, it's, yeah. and we do our thing. Yeah, yeah I love <laughs> it. Um, all right, so what are you going to be making at the Lynn Hall? I am making a roasted pumpkin Basque cheesecake. Yum. So it's um, it's a cheesecake that's baked without a crust, so it's gluten free. Well, sort of gluten free, sort of, uh, sort of, sort of maybe. Um, it souffles up and it has this like mahogany brown top yeah. to it, and so it's it's souffles up, but then it has like this creamy, rich Yum. interior. It is one of my all time favorite. Desserts. So, so this is a bake for a difference. Like, let's talk yeah. about the event itself and what it is. And tell us a little bit about why you guys decided to do this. Yeah, this is um, Bake a Difference. Um, and we're doing it to raise money for World Central Kitchen. Yeah. And World Central Kitchen is an organization that lands itself wherever there is a disaster. So if it's a natural disaster, the flooding, the fires, um, hurricanes, also war-torn areas so ukraine gaza 
wherever there are people who are suffering and not getting food, these people land, they rally all of the local restaurants and they feed people. And we're bakers. We feed people. This is what we know how to do. This is what we'd love to do. This is, you know, we're sitting here in Minneapolis in a place that's safe. Um, And so this is what we felt like we could do to participate. All the uh, money that is raised will go to World Central Kitchen. And there is a huge need. It's always so fascinating to me how fast uh, these folks get on the ground in these areas. Like literally, they're sometimes the first people into some of these areas that need relief. It's such an amazing, good story that came out of the pandemic, right? When you think about like how the pandemic has changed so many things, I personally get a real joy out of the fact that this thing was created based out of that tragedy and that experience that we had as humans collectively. And I love that they're still doing it. Well, and it's Jose Andres, who is like, you know, a renowned global chef and mm-hmm. to put that kind of power behind it. But I think also for for you guys, and I love the idea that there's it's like you as as a per, as a personality, you're often asked to like show up for things and help. And it's like sometimes there's a futility in it and you don't really know how to do it. And I think that this is also a case where we're all watching things on social media. We don't really know what to do because just making a post or just saying a mm-hmm. thing. Let's And I love that you were like, let's be active and yeah. let's do something that we know how to do and then create change that way. Sarah, talk a little bit about that for you. Yeah, I feel like we're just bombarded with news constantly and it's you feel so detached from it, but also you want to do something to yeah. help. Like there's so many people who need help. So this is just some way we're using what we can do just to raise some money just to help like instead of just sitting writing a post about it or yeah. you know like because writing the post is the easy part the doing of something is more challenging and yeah. both of you have very large platforms and using those platforms for good and trying to without what i love about feeding people is there's no politics in feeding someone mm-hmm. right yeah. it doesn't matter what side you're on it's just That's that right. these people have a need that's right. So let's talk a little bit of the event. So what can people expect when they they can buy a ticket and come to the live event? And yes. is that just like hanging out with you or yes. you guys are going to be doing the cooking in front of us or what are you doing? Yeah, we're going to uh, at the Lynn Hall uh, event kitchen, the the Minneapolis location. Right. They have a beautiful teaching kitchen. So Sarah and I will be baking together um, and people can watch and participate and we'll probably have tasty things for them to eat simultaneously people can sign up for a live virtual. So if you can't be in Minneapolis, you can still participate. And my husband will show up for that and he'll be taking the questions and um, love it. Yeah. And throwing them to us so we can answer questions. So people who have questions, this is also the holiday season. Yes. People may want to come and just throw their questions at us. Clearly. What's yeah. the best crust for pumpkin pie? Yes. Yeah. And we will tell <laughs> I really you. need the butter to be cold. Yeah. You know, What's your best like butter that? for a pie crust? Yes. Yeah. Good. Come. Yeah. Come ask your questions. And then the last option is to buy a recorded version of it. Um, there are three different prices. All of the money goes to World Central Kitchen, and we really, really want people to come and bake with us. Yeah. It's going to be gonna super be fun. fun. I'm glad that you guys are doing this. I'm also really glad that there's cookies <laughs> in the studio. Which I'm leaving I can here still smell. I know. I'm like, basically, I just keep like my hand just I know. Keeps, we'll like, have to put them closer. on a paper plate. And Lexi, our producer, will have to get a cookie, too. She's over there like, yes, I would love it. Yes. 
thank you so much for doing this thank and you. for finding a way that locally we can impact and make change and get some people fed, right? And where can we find tickets? Just on is it online? Oh. Is it Eventbrite or what is it? It's on Eventbrite. You can go to either of our Instagram accounts. Also, you can go to bake a slash di- I know a slash difference dot org because this is a national organization that you guys are sort of channeling and taking part of so are these happening all across the country no not that i hope that it sort of spreads yeah and that all the bakers uh get together and do and i know that there are others around the country that are doing similar things so the last time you guys did this you raised like thirty three thousand dollars so let's try and beat that yes let's try to beat that let's do it all right (laughs) right it is zoe francois sarah keeper uh, I'll give the website out one more time. The event's happening at the Lynn Hall, November 5th, 1 to 3. You can get tickets at www.bake-a-difference.org. Thanks, yes. ladies. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to a weekly dish on My Talk 1071. I'm Steph March with Steph Hansen, and we are being joined by two more lovely humans in the luminaries luminaries in the world we have justin sutherland here today with us hello sir good morning and kate meyer of who we like to just call apron kate do you know that you're you're referred to as apron kate (laughs) the mother of aprons the mother of aprons aprons, i know but when i say like i'm like you know apron kate they're like oh yeah they get it right um it was like when i was first starting out it was like the lady in her car that makes aprons so now (laughs) i'm at least for girls mom that's how i always knew you Mm -hmm. Now you're a kingdom. I know, right? I love this. Well, you guys are here for a very special reason. I love that we're back-to-backing on socially good things right now because, you know, having Zoe and Sarah doing their thing for, you know, World's uh, Central Kitchen, but then bringing it home a little bit closer, I love that we are talking today about Project Black and Blue, which Kate, of course, her company Craft Made Aprons is got an entire portion of your business dedicated to helping people in the restaurant industry. Why don't you tell us a little bit about why you decided to start this arm of your business? Yeah, totally. Um, we started that, that, that piece out. Um, I knew early on that I'd be doing that with um, my son in his 20s having melanoma, not having insurance. It was really important to me that as this started and it was becoming a business that we were giving back. So we started out, honestly, with just a set of um, aprons that were raising funds and we were just giving that out. Now we're officially 501c3 and we're just like so proud and excited to really like take this, grow it bigger and do bigger things, give back and be able to take care of people that need help with mental health or physical needs. So we're there for that. I mean, that's kind of amazing that that was central to how you started this business. But then also because I think it's because this business, Craft Made Aprons, is you make aprons for hospitality, and for anybody, I mean, the for, orange apron yeah. she made, the taste bud apron. Yeah, mm. but I mean, so it's just for everybody. But the fact that you understand, kind of uniquely, because your family members have been in the restaurant industry, about how tough it can be to be that kind of a person. Yeah, I'm thinking like twenty. It's like twenty years almost that my kids have been doing this work. So you kind of, as you watched it start from the beginning mm-hmm. all the way to where they are now. So they start out with dishwashers. Now they're, you know, at the top of where they should be. And you've watched all along the way. They're, there's needs yeah. all along the you way. You saw all the black and blue all bruises. Yes, all the actual years. black and blue parts. But also the bigger part is, is like just with that Mother of Aprons piece, like people kind of look to me a little differently and I look at them differently. So each client that I work with, even if they're like, out state and I don't see them, but we've talked so much through email or phone calls. 
they become like family. So isn't that just an extension of your family? You kind of want to look out for them. And that's what I've kind of taken this to. I love this. I love this. Justin, you had obviously your accident Mm -hmm. and you have been in the restaurant business for a long time. I imagine you've had some mental health ups and downs with absolutely (laughs) like the rest of (laughs) imagining. (laughs) Yeah, right. Um, Why is this important to you personally? Yeah, I mean, I've been an ambassador for, for uh, you know, Black and Blue since day one. And, you know, just working in the restaurant industry, you know, I mean, a lot of people don't have health insurance. There's a lot of mental health, uh, substance abuse, you know, issues that arise. And this is a, an industry where people are generally overlooked. They are, live paycheck to paycheck. You know, the smallest, you know, injury or, you know, mental it's health life changing. can, you know, set back that sort of paycheck for you. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's deeply personal to me. I mean, I was a beneficiary from Project Black and Blue when, you know, and I needed to get through my uh, medical needs for accident and just happy to work with Kate and be a part of this because there's a lot of need out there. I love this. So let's talk about the gala because the gala is happening. The Project Black and Blue Ball is on Friday, November 10th. And it's at this year. We're doing it at the Four Seasons, which is kind Moving of. On oh, <laughs> I mean, we getting fancy over here. But tell us a little bit about how it's changed from and last year was the first one. Yep. And it was a you guys. Let's be very clear. I don't know if everyone knows how the sausage is made, but you guys <laughs> do that together in record time. Yeah. It last was year. record time and it w- went off so well. It That's did. kind of why we're like, hey, let's do this again. That was <laughs> better. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. So, I mean, it's kind of like when you have a kid and you're like in labor and you're like, this is horrible. Don't ever let me do this again. And here we are again. It's like, yeah, yeah. let's push through. This is great. Yeah. It's been awesome and wonderful. And I think that um, having Four Seasons come out and support and want to be part of this. Yeah. It just shows like how truly incredible last year was. And that was honestly the team of chefs that put it together. Yeah. So it it'll was... tell you how dedicated, focused and good they are. What and and the out of town. I mean, the chefs that are donating their time and well, coming this from around the country is, is insane. insane. Yeah. I mean, tell us a little bit about who's coming and what we can expect. Yeah. I mean, Stephanie Izard, you know, from Chicago, incredible. I mean, to be able to eat her food is amazing. Uh, we have Karen Akonowitz, uh, brother luck from Colorado is coming in. Uh, Mustache Pasta Joe Sasto's coming in town. Uh, who else do we have from out of town? Uh, Justin. <laughs> That's supposed to be your uh, remember. Yes. Um, Mm. But even our in-town chefs, in, I mean, are amazing. Right. I mean, we have, yeah, you have. Oh, uh, my, how can I forget the co-host of my show, Jeremy Ford. <laughs> how about Jeremy Ford? <laughs> um, who just got a Michelin star this year. Yep. Um, his restaurant's incredible. So to be able to bring his food to Minnesota. Is, Lamar Moore. Yep. I mean, you guys have, and then you have people like Wendy Puckett, right. you know, from Wendy's uh, House of Soul. We have Christina Wynn, yep. you know, from Hi Hi. We have Michael Shaughnessy. You have Thomas Bamer. Pedro. You right. have Walcott. You know, lots of great. You know, John and Lena, like really great local chefs who are putting their time and effort into this as well, because it's important to them. We did a little something different this year, too, where people got to nominate someone that they wanted to like this chef is really cool. So we have someone coming in from North Dakota that's like his whole team is so jazzed and excited for him to be able to be part of this. So he's coming in. He'll be doing a station and the excitement and joy around that whole team, like the restaurant emailed to us and said, you've got no idea what it means to us that he gets to participate in this because I think deep at the core of it, everybody that is part of this industry feels that they're doing something that's benefiting them down the road. So this cause and this all of this work that we're doing, it, it just circles back and, and they feel the love and that's what it's about. I love this. When people buy a ticket, what will happen at the actual event? 
Yeah, I mean, for me, it's incredible the, the level of food. I mean, we all go to a lot of charity galas, yeah, and lots. it's gala food. Yep. This is not <laughs> gala food. We have Michelin star, James Beard winning chefs coming and putting an incredible dinner together. This dinner would cost more than the ticket to get in anywhere. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, we have live music from a DJ to a live band playing throughout, silent auction, live auction, um, some incredible speakers. J.D. Fratsky, who we love, is yes. so eloquent and speaks yeah. so... T- so Stephanie, I heart. think you're speaking as well. <laughs> I might be having a moment of having a chat, and yeah. I'm excited. Because I to communicate to this community, you know, is a thing that I love to do. And but to have a moment to have like a conversation, I think is just such a such a gift. So I, I want to preach. I want to thank you. Guys. Well, that was an important piece to us when we were talking about this, who we wanted to, because it's a moment where you have guests sitting there really soaking it all up. They've got this amazing food, but they're also hearing about the yeah. challenges and what they do. And you were important to us because you've been in this industry as you know all all aspects of it voice of the culture and and you do speak so deeply and and caringly about all of this so having your perspective that's very sweet and your part meant a lot to us and so we're so honored i'm honored i'm honored to be able to stand up and actually just communicate with you know the people in this who work so hard and who give their life to service so it's been an honor of the show too like when we would during the pandemic there weren't restaurants to talk about, so we talked about a lot of other stuff. We talked about the people and of the those people behind the restaurants yeah. and how they were faring. And someone actually mentioned that to me a couple of weeks ago. They said, I, I loved listening to Weekly Dish during the pandemic because we went from talking about restaurant food, food to restaurant people yeah. and culture and all the things behind the food and the things that needed to happen to make our industry more whole. That's very true. And I think that that's I think that that's the work you guys are doing and recognizing the fact that that's it's a real job right. and it's a real industry. And in fact, I think that's what the pandemic showed us better than anything is that when an entire industry stops, it makes you realize it's just exactly how widespread it is. And I think that coming back at it, we have an opportunity to honor it and do it differently and better. Yeah. Really, and too, that's our goal, too, is like, I don't want to see, I, I watched my son when he was unable to do that work, and he was working with me at Craft Made, um, holding it down there, um, seeing someone not be able to do what they're passionate about. Mm-hmm. I don't think that they should have to make a choice between taking good care of themselves and a job they're passionate about. Right. So us being able to give a little safety net. Um, that is for me thinking of my kids being able to do what they're passionate about and continue to do that regardless, like don't take away their love and joy because they just can't make ends meet or they don't have, um, funds to pay for medical needs. Right. It's like, ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, you get into a healthcare situation and it's a situation. You have no a idea situation. of the situation you're in. Yeah. No. And even if you have insurance, right. The amount well, of money. I mean, that's the joke is like when people and... think that insurance makes it free. It does not. No, it does not make it free. To be clear. Uh, Let's talk about how much tickets are and how many are. We still have tickets available. Yes. And so we want to make sure that we get people there if you want. VIP VIP tickets are, there's some like sweet VIP things. Mm -hmm. Hello. Yeah. We've got, you can buy a whole table if you want, if you're an industry person. Or or just got a group of friends. Yep. You can buy a whole table. Um, But you can also, general admission is probably the most, the way people are going to go. And that's $150. Is that what that is? Yeah, it's $150 and you get hosted bar. I mean, it's just. It's incredible. It's it's all, so you're walking in, you're getting stations of snacks. And then there is an actual sit down dinner. Cocktail receptions, 10 chefs doing, you know, bites you can walk around with, with hosted open bar. Yeah. Then we'll move into the ballroom for the full six course dinner. Yeah. With the speakers, with the music. I mean, a six course dinner for. 150 bucks alone is a huge deal and you're part of the part of a really good cause so that's that's pretty pretty, i love that pretty exciting and then 75 dollar tickets 
for industry. We still have just a few of those. Okay. We would love to have those going. No, it's on a Friday night. That's a little tricky. Yeah. Um, but we still would love to have people that can come show up because honestly, you get to dress up and yeah. have a great night and not be the ones making the food, but right. feeling the love from feeling the, from the love. The, yeah. Yeah. If you can get the night off and I love the fact that you're offering, you know, like a reduced rate for some industry people that yep. makes all the difference too. Yep. And I, if you just want to donate, If you're listening to this and you found yourself in a situation where you've benefited or needed help and you want to help others, you can donate just cash donation through Project Black and Blue. Again, you know, we talk about healthcare in this very esoteric way, like it's not something that we all deserve or need. Right. Mm -hmm. And to help other people when they need it is exceptional. And also, I'd be curious. We have a lot of restaurant people that listen to the show. If someone is having like a mental health strike struggle or needs some help, how do they get that and how do they apply? Yeah, it's projectblackandblue.org. You go on, we have a nomination, a little nomination thing. You email us, you can nominate yourself or someone else. And honestly, like we've had times where, I mean, just last Thanksgiving, I had a chef reach out. We got funds to them immediately. They needed to take someone to the hospital. So that can happen instantly. Like literally the day of, if you're in a That's struggle, well, Kate will make sure you're taken care of. Yeah. It's crazy. That's an, that's. Wonderful. Well, there's not a lot of layers and all. We lot didn't of... want red tape, so it's just my partner and I right now at the the helm of it. We want to make sure that people get what they need when they need it, and the ways ways that we've been able to help, and the way that people are being thinking outside the box of how to help someone. Someone burns themselves really bad. They nominate them. They want uh, money to go so they can have food delivered to them. So they don't. Ha- they can't stand up and cook. They burn their feet. There's situations that have happened that are so smart and outside the box and they nominate and it's discreet. So people don't have to worry about us or someone else exploiting them. I think that's what makes people want to reach out even more because they know that you're there for them and it's not going to be a topic around the table while they're out or something. That's just they're getting help and they should feel good about that. Mm-hmm. You should be, be okay about getting help getting when you help. need it. You got to ask you to it. feel better. You gotta we ask. want you back in the yeah. job because it is your passion. Let There's us no stigma. You. I love this. All right. So it's the Project Black and Blue Ball. It's November 10th. It's at the Four Seasons Hotel. We're going to put up a link for the tickets. And you guys should, we should just all be there together. Yes. We should all be there together. <laughs> I love it. Thanks, you guys, there. for being here. And we'll Justin, see you then. what's your next TV thing coming up? It's, you're always fun to watch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I've, I've got a couple couple secret projects happening that I can't tell you about. But, I, I mean, a bunch of judging stuff that'll come all the new seasons. Guys, grocery games, Chopped, Beat Bobby Flay. You'll see me on all that. And then I got a couple uh, couple fun things coming yeah, down the pipeline. Yeah, you do a great job. It's yeah. fun to watch Thank you. you. All right. Thanks for being on. Thank you. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You ever get that feeling where you know you need to get something off your chest? Holding stuff in really becomes a stressor. Things you want to mention to your boss, your partner, your parents. Bottling it up only makes things worse and start to make our life go sideways. But what can we do about it? Therapy is a great safe space to get things off our chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Sometimes just putting those bottled up words out into the universe can be a big help, especially when it's in a safe space with your therapist. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and is designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You start by filling out a questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no charge. Visit BetterHelp.com weeklydish weekly dish today to get 10% off your first month. 
That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Weekly Dish. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Welcome back to Weekly Dish. I was thinking about... We were just sitting there silent for a second. Because I was thinking about Luke Combs singing this song. And you know how like everything's old is new again, so... Like we're seeing TV shows being repurposed and movies being repurposed. This is like songs being repurposed. Well, covers all are. I mean, and covers are, you know, I love covers. There's a whole Spotify channel about covers. Yeah, well, I have multiple channels that I follow that are basically all covers because it's just fun. I love it. I love different people. I like people's different takes on things. Uh, A recipe riff, if you will. Yes. All right, it is Halloween time. We are wrapping up the show. We are sitting in here. We've just eaten cookies. So, you guys, so we Sarah still have Kiefer the Sarah cookies. Kiefer that recipe that she said was Hirsch. on her website. We'll put it up. God. Holy cats. They are they are worth a lot. I would pay money a lot of money for those. Uh, just because I feel like I do this story every year, what are they saying is the most popular Halloween candy for Minnesota Reese's. for 2023? No, Stephanie. Reese's has been, though, in years past. That's why I thought this was interesting. Oh. Something has eclipsed the Reese's. What could have eclipsed? But it's, I don't believe it. So. Oh. Uh, hot tamales. I don't believe it either. And then the second one, Tootsie Pops. Definitely that not. That is not happening. Not even close. No. We third, are Milky Ways or Snickers or Skittles. Well, I do love a Skittles. I do too, but that is not the third most popular candy in the state so of Minnesota. So that's basically saying that we're moving into like a fruit-fueled obsession instead of our chocolate and peanut butter obsession. And it feels like a long drop. Yeah, Sour Patch is like, there's a lot of these in the candy um, lexicon. These are, I don't even know where they get these, but anyway. Yeah, is it like the most searched or is it the most Most purchased? popular, it just But says. like, how are they most popular? This is always my question. Because when they say that, like, oh, the most popular thing and then you find out it's because that's what people searched to me that means that we're just wondering about it, it it's according to the national retail foundation so it must be sales yeah wow. halloween candy sales from okay 2011 to 2023 okay and they have each year so candy sales are up a lot of people are buying candy like candy sales are almost double what they were um 10 years ago Huh. Yeah, kind of interesting. Well, too. I also think that there's is that generally or they're up for Halloween there because I do think people have decided to like Je- for the year. OK, most popular huh. Halloween candy overall. You were right. Reese's, Reese's is number one. Yeah. M&M's number two. Hot tamales. Number three. Skittles. Number four. It Sour is. Patch. Five. Starburst. Six. Hershey's Kisses. A seven. Ew, do not put a Hershey's Kiss in my kid's Halloween bag. Gross. Why? Because the metal gross? like unfoils. And it just doesn't seem sanitary or packaged right for that is the strangest flex Halloween you have on candy. This. <laughs> candy corn is that number is... eight. Nine is Hershey's mini bars and ten is a Snickers. I do love a Hershey mini bar when you like all of a sudden you're like like uh, you, Mr. Good Bar. No, you get in there and you're like, there's so much stuff and it's overwhelming and there's like all this green weirdness. And then you're like, oh, a simple Hershey's bar. 
That's pretty good. It's pretty great. Uh, I love a $10,000 bar, and you really only grand. find those around Halloween time. Yeah, is that what it's called? The $10,000 bar? They call it? No, it's a hundred grand. It's called <laughs> a billion dollar yeah, like, bar. You're like the discount version, just 10000 not a hundred grand. How about a whatchamacallit? When was the last time you had a whatchamacallit? Those were so 80s. But good. I know. I just remember those like appearing in the 80s. The Take Five bars are good, the ones with the pretzels, the yeah. peanut butter, and the caramel, like all the things you need. Yeah. I actually bought the Snickers peanut butter to give out and Twix to give out this okay. year. So that's what I have. I don't know how many kids are coming, guys. I mean, I feel We're, like... Our road is closed. We're having the big Halloween party at our house. It's going to be cold. I know, but there's a dis, a stage. Are they there's doing it band. tonight or are they doing it next on Tuesday? It's uh, it's this weekend. Oh, tonight. Uh-huh. Or, okay. There's some DJ that's here that flew in from somewhere. Yeah. It, my neighbors, holy cats, they dress up. They like up, to do it. They party. They do party. They jello shot. They, they jello get shot. into it. And it goes till like midnight. Yeah. And the entire yeah. neighborhood's in on it. Yeah. I've been a couple of years and I was thinking about that, but. Yeah. Come by. Ellie will be there. I think I'm, I think I'm not. Um, <laughs> tonight, I just, but there are a ton of other things happening this weekend, you guys. I mean, like I was saying uh, the other day that basically if you if you don't have a party to go to, but you want to dress up, basically report to any brewery in the metro area and there will be something going on. Considering the fact that out at uh, Boom Island Brewing, they have brooms and brews and broomsticks, Harry Potter themed all weekend long. Fun. Forgotten Star Brewing is uh, they have uh, basically the Boo Scootin' Boogie. They've got a really countrified Halloween party going on. That's fun. Yeah, they've got Hitchville tonight. Starts at 7 p.m. They've got Mechanical Bulls, Costume Contest, Big Buck Hunter, you know, all the things. Yeah. Um, and, of course, O'Shaughnessy is the big spot. They do their Halloween whiskey party. Um, and they're with the current doing the music. Uh, they start at 7 o'clock. And they I think can, Jill Riley is DJing that. Um, I think it's Jade is going to okay. DJ because right. it's kind of her last stint. She's a good DJ, too. Yeah. Um, she said there there is a general costume contest, you guys, but they do have a special Barbie and Ken contest. Okay, and I gotta tell you, Jen Martone, who works at your magazine, just posted an Instagram oh, picture did? of her and her husband, and they looked real Ken and Barbie. Do they like? Did they were they channeling the movie Ken and Barbie, or were they doing? They were an actual doll. It was a cute, a doll outfit. Okay. Because she had the side by side. It was cute. There is literally, um, I think we're going to see so many Ken and Barbies. Lots of Ken and Barbies. I think Casey and Lori might be Ken and Barbie. I think they are too. Yeah. She told me that yesterday. So that's, I think that's sweet. You know, I think that's a fun, I just think, because Barbie can be anything. You could be, you know, Bobo Barbie. Barbie. You can be Baker Barbie. Yeah. You can be anything. You just have to. Dress it. I think that's better than like sexy corn and all the rest. <laughs> <laughs> sexy corn. What is sexy corn? Sexy corn is a costume I found online. I was like, really? There's sexy corn. There is sexy corn. I'm afraid to even Google that because what's going to come you up? You should click into it. Okay. I read bit. your whole feed. How did I miss it? It was on corn? the Mill City's Farmer's Market. I said, costume ideas for shopping. Sexy corn, dirt, charcuterie, <laughs> a plant-based jokester, which was a pickle. Um, there's all sorts of things. How did I miss that? I was probably so mad that I had to enter my email. It's probably so, right? (laughs) Probably so. I was crabby. Um, there is, by the way, the ghost stories thing I think is fun. That is happening at Malcolm Yards tomorrow. Um, and they're doing, they have the Twin Cities Paranormal Society who've been around town doing things. They're at the Lex. 
Um, but they're also at Malcolm Yards, and I think it's really cool. Like they're just going to tell stories of hauntings. There's around probably town. hauntings in Malcolm Yards. I bet. Well, I wouldn't doubt it. That remember building was well. Yeah. So Christine Schrader, who is an intuitive psychic, who is my psychic, is going to be there, and she is. She will have feelings about the building. I feel. I bet. I'm excited. Feelings. So, feelings. So have a good one, everybody. Happy Halloween, everybody. Bye. We'll see you next week. Ciao, ciao.